0: Welcome to the show, everybody. Shirts and Skins Podcast with Tori, Josh, and Devin. We got to start with the most breaking news of the week after these. Breaking. Uh, <laughs> I had to stop myself for a minute because I just realized what I just said. Uh, Drew Brees is uh, out at least for the next, they're saying, two to three weeks. A collapsed lung, five fractured ribs. Josh, two to three weeks, do you think that's a reasonable amount of time?
1: At his age and with that kind of injury, I doubt it. I mean... It takes longer to heal once you get older in the first place. Sure. And unless they're just falling apart as a team, I don't see why you rush him back and taking that chance of him getting hit again, hitting those ribs again, just jacking him up. So I just don't see how you would take that risk. Again, it's going to see how, where the team goes. How does uh, this Jameis Winston slash Taysom Hill thing all work out? But I don't see two to three weeks.
2: Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had some heavy Kevlar padding out there anyway to begin with.
0: I mean, he's been taking shots. On yeah, here.
2: he's been getting killed. So, I mean, you got to let this man heal up. Yeah. Whether he's out there taking care of his body or doing whatever, he can't go on the field for at least three weeks. I yeah, mean, you, minimal. You,
1: you minimal. need him in playoffs. You don't need him regular season. Yes, you want that first seed. That's pivotal kind of thing. But you also want to make sure you've got that man for playoffs.
2: But and, what, is, what is he going to lose in that time, too, of not playing? You know what I mean? You, you're not out there playing the game. And like you said, he is getting older and uh, ribs, punctured could be, lungs. Could I mean, be good for
1: him to take that time off, too, though, because yeah. he is an older player and he doesn't need the the time with the team. They, they got that going. They got the chemistry.
0: Well, and like you said, Josh, they're leading the division right now. So, I mean, unless you're playing for that first round by, which only the number one seed gets outside of that, if they can just take it easy, bring him back steady, tread water with Taysom Hill and Win- uh, Jameis Winston until he gets back, they should be all right. But rushing it I think is the worst thing that they could do at this moment.
1: You definitely don't want to do that. Again, being an older quarterback, possibly the last year, do you really want to bring him back to have him get worse, get knocked out of the playoffs for a second round all because you wanted to you know, salvage your regular season, not his really career, worth.
0: possibly.
2: And what's this do about, you know, that third facing we were talking about then with the Bucks? I mean, will he be there? And who are they gonna play at quarterback? Are they gonna put Hill in? Are they gonna put Winston in? Is it gonna be a shared? I mean, that's what I'm curious to see.
1: I, I don't see you giving Taysom Hill. They haven't shown Taysom Hill's going to be the guy yet.
2: I remember they said they paid that man sixteen million dollars. I mean, it's time for you to go up there and be the backup quarterback for the Saints right now. It's
0: it's time for the Saints to find out what they have with well, Taysom Hill. I think that's again they're they're leading the division right now, so they have a little bit of room to figure it out. Um, you know they got the Falcons coming up on all that. I mean the Falcons are they won three out of the last four. So, I mean, that's not a gimme since they've made the head coach, And they change. weren't a, a
1: bad team in the beginning. They just found ways to blow games.
0: Yeah, Quinn had him at 0-5. And, and since then, they've turned it around. So, it, that could end up being a tough one also. But if you're the Saints, you at least got to split some of the touches with Winston and Hill. You have to find out what you invested all that money into Hill for. But at the same time, I think if you're actually trying to actively win games, I think you have to give Winston the nod. Well, he's shown he can
1: do it. When Breeze went out for that half, who did they go to? They went Winston. So, that right there showed you that's who they were going to go with. That's a good point. So, I think since they've had Taysom Hill, he's thrown like 30 passes maybe. Like, I'm not sure what his numbers are as far as I, how many I feel passes. like
2: they went strong on Kamara. You know what I mean? It's kind of their offense anyway. Yeah. They are just running the ball and, you know, a little – It dink- was dump-offs to Kamara. To so, now you have a week for, you know, the offensive guru and Peyton to go out there and – he has to make the choice. And don't get me wrong, Winston, Winston can play the ball. You know what I mean? He he's out. He, he goes out there and he competes, but them turnovers, man, they'll kill the Saints. They'll kill the Saints. And now you're going into the division game against the Falcons who are heating up. I mean, you don't want to fall behind Tom Brady and them Bucks. I mean, no matter how you look at it, you don't want to rush Drew Brees back. They're, they're in a hard place right now.
0: i tell you what, uh, having a new quarterback come in, at least for the next two, if not three, hopefully,
2: more weeks going forward to let breeze
0: recover uh kamara mvp if they start winning because they're going to lean on him heavily and he's already putting up monster numbers he's a very very key point of that offense i mean you can make an argument if they end up to continue on winning he could be the driving force behind that he might be able to pull it off as a halfback
2: it'd it'd be good to see it would definitely be good to see i think he he could definitely do it he has the talent to do it um Tis the season, man. It's about to get cold outside, and, uh, you know, it's it's time time to run the ball. It's time to run that ball. So, uh, it's definitely, definitely favoring him right now, for sure.
1: I mean, he was already looking like an offensive MVP for the the, the season awards. Absolutely. they do continue on with his lead, it's going to be because of what Kamara can do. Right. It's not going to be what, like, Winston comes out, unless he just shines. But, He's gonna do what he does, I'm sure. He's gonna come out throw one or two interceptions a game, try to force that window that he should
0: be trying to force. Well, and they're just gonna feed Kamara. And they have a stout defense. Like this year the Saints defense is for real. And so if you're able to run the ball, if you're able to keep the other offenses on uh, honest, keep your team in the game, don't throw a few interceptions. Yeah that did Kamara, let him win it for That you.
2: Davenport pickup and him getting healthy again, him and Jordan, they're a force to be reckoned with right now. So, yeah, it's looking good. And, I mean, if you got Matt Ryan over here. You put some pressure on him. You know how he throws the ball under pressure, just like a lot of them uh, quarterbacks. You put that pressure on them, they make bad decisions. You get the ball.
1: Turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely huge playoff implications on this.
0: Yeah. I think the important thing is for them to understand that they have time to bring Breeze back accordingly.
1: Yes. That's what I'm saying. Take your time. The, unless you just somehow fall apart and lose every game. Yeah, if you lose
0: three. the next three. If you uh, lose three
1: straight, then you kind of like, oh, crap. We, we have to bring Breeze back and take that chance. Even with like so, even with the Kevlar that he's probably going to be wearing no matter what.
2: And he's, you know, it makes you question it. You were already wearing it. How bad were you already hurt before the game started? Well, they said the game before. He, he
1: cracked ribs in the game before, but it didn't show up on the x-ray. But now he just cracked more and then punctured the lung. Yeah. yeah,
2: sounds like a cover up to me. You so. know what I mean? You're already wearing them, you're already out there and you go out there and basically let's say you had one or two, now you have five punctured long. I mean,
0: I think you got to heal up, man. Yeah. You got to
2: heal up and you know, I like Drew Brees. I hope for the best for them and uh I hope like I said, I hope to see that Tom Brady Drew Brees again. So, I'm hoping they turn things around and he gets healthy. That'd be
1: nice. That potentially would be the the NFC Championship. Like that's where, if they meet up, that's where I want it. I want it to be the, the game before the game.
2: Well, we, we can't, we can't sleep on that right now. Cause the NFC, you know, you got that division over there with the Cardinals, the Seattle, and you know, they're, they're looking tough. They're looking tough. And they, they play this Thursday too. So it's, 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 it's looking hard. It's looking hard right now on the NFC. Speaking of those Cardinals. Speaking of NFC, those Cardinals. Game of
1: the week. Game of the year. Catch of the the year catch, catch of, of the
0: year for sure
1: it, it might be the catch of the 2000s like i, I can't think of something 2000s like is there a bigger catch
2: you know that put I was them actually, in the first place in the division i was actually looking into why everyone was playing these hail marys and oh you just keep playing this catch over and over and over again and the first hail mary touchdown was in 1975 you know we're in 2020 and yeah there's some halftime hail marys some tied hail marys but game winning Hail Marys on the last second of the play, you know, in a conference game. I mean, you you got maybe 5, maybe yeah. definitely under 10 in 50 years of football, you know. So it, it's impressive. That's why you talk about it. That Murray Hopkins connection, it's real and uh it's it's going to be played for a long time. The last one I believe was uh Rudolph and Cousins in 2018. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's real and then of course you got the Rodgers, the Rodgers, the Rodgers. And uh I think the one that hit hit me the most, I had fantasy implications on it, was uh the Golden Tate uh Wilson. They call it the Fail Mary. And yeah. there was – that one that one hits home and uh it don't happen very often, so it's definitely something to watch and it's definitely exciting and definitely for that fan base to see a Hail Mary last minute touchdown. It it's it's good to see.
0: Well, and it was amazing. You know, it, it was your quarterback and it was You know, the star stud wide receiver. That's the reason why they brought him in. Um, Hell of a catch. Had a guy behind him. Had a guy in front of him. Had a a CB crossing over. Got his hands on it. But, and I'm not sure if this is real or not. Uh, Somebody said it as kind of like a quip, uh, a joke. But he said it with a lot of seriousness that uh, Hopkins wears 6XL receiver gloves. Lord. I mean, that's a man. Yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah. as soon as the ball hit his hands, it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. Like it was dead. Ass so he had right two away guys on him, like fighting for it. Right. And I mean, and Tim, I had off to Murray because he had, I mean, it was a Hail Mary, but you know, when you think of Hail Marys, you kind of think of like, you know, the loft and it, it drifts into the end zone. That was a rocket and it was tactical precision, like directly into Hopkins hands. Hopkins wasn't letting it go for nothing. Came down two feet. That's a catch touchdown. We're going home the way yeah. he had to
1: roll out avoid avoid getting sacked there oh man and just turn and, and just throw like perfect throw falling out of bounds the there there are like there already talks about it like through facebook and everything like that you see they're talking about there's going to be a commercial about this because you see Absolutely. The, the jordan jumpman glove like just the perfect thing of him over the rest of the other guys like it was a picture perfect moment everything about the game was exciting like that was the Cards game that put them up over the division. Yep. Like, now they're first place. I don't think anybody's seen that coming. And I know for against, sure I didn't.
0: It was against the Bills, who were a division leader as well. So yeah. it was a big game, big moment
1: in a big game. Yeah, that that huge for the Dolphins because that puts them up near the top now fighting for that playoff position with the Bills. You've got the Cardinals now because they're sitting on top of their division. It was just like the whole thing was kind of crazy.
2: And I think the argument for the best wideout out in the game is kind of put to kind of swung his yeah, way. Like for that, sure. that I mean, was a Adams is still swing. getting them touchdowns, but this man is catching everything. I mean, he he was always top three, top five for sure. Even when he first got in the league and that, that catch puts, puts him there. I mean, you could just throw the ball to Hopkins. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? He out jumped three players. You know what I mean? You put that play work for Deshaun Watson. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's Kyler Murray's like, thank you. Yeah, for sure. Like, I need this play and we want to see it again. You know what I mean? That's just one of those plays. And like I said, for that franchise and even for the game itself, you're going to remember that play for a long time. Yeah.
1: That's going to be the play is talked about. Like that was the, the play of 2020 for sure. Yeah. Obviously the season's not over, but I, the odds of that happening again, like you said, there's not that many Hail Marys that are actually completed
2: in the first one that ever worked. Yeah. Even just game game winners at that last second game winners, you know, you have them at halftime, just all just throw it up. What you just throw an interception. Yeah. Who cares? You got the whole second half to figure it out. To win the game like that, it, it's remarkable, and it's definitely good to see. And that's why you'll see that play over and over again. Yeah, that's that's play of the year nominee.
0: And Josh, you uh, you talked about the implications that that put the Dolphins back into. Well, it helped their chances of uh, of winning that division. Dolphins and Chargers over the last week. What do you think of that one?
1: Also, a good game. I mean called the kind of uh that west coast east coast always rough on on these guys interesting exciting game with the young players i know a lot of talk around to uh the things that he's doing yes sir don't don't believe the hype just yet he hasn't done anything to win games josh is a non-believer i, I don't believe the hype i mean well, nothing's gonna they, be bad
2: definitely got he's definitely got the help he's got the fumble return touchdown the, the defense has done the, amazing the special form. teams touchdown recovery I mean, he's he's getting touchdowns on the other way, and I think I heard someone say that uh, Brian Flores is the first first coach from that Belichick that Belichick esque to actually show Bill Belichick in him. You know what I mean? The right. special teams, the defense, and trying to run the ball with the the management quarterback, and he it, it it's showing and is he's proving it.
1: Yeah, and, and it's gonna, Not to knock on Tua. Tua's not looking bad. He's just not winning the games. He's not losing them either. But he's not like he's going out there and throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Like this past game, Tua, 169 yards, two touchdowns.
0: Game before, zero he was, interceptions. Uh, he was short of 300 as well. In the first game that he was in, he threw, I want to say, 96 yards. So, yeah. Not always a 100-yard game and still hasn't cracked a 300-yard game.
1: And again, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. There it is. Not bad stats at all.
0: One thing about Tua that I – I want to stress this year is it is only his third game. Um, So, I mean, we've seen a whole season's worth of a highlight reel of Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Um, Again, Tua is five touchdowns, zero picks, three wins. And Devin, you hit it right on the head there. He's had a lot of help from the defense. He's had a lot of help from the special teams, a lot of help from the running game. To me, not to make a, a direct comparison, it just reminds me. Right now, when I'm watching this team of a very young Seahawks team where they had Russell Wilson, he was a young kid. He just won the starting job. Everything was working well around him, and they weren't asking him to do too much, but they were winning games. There's a great YouTube channel out there. Uh, JTO Sullivan does it. It's called The Quarterback School. He gives a lot of great insight on what it's like to be a quarterback in the pros in the NFL. Um, And he did a great breakdown of other QBs and really just what the progression is from the timing and how to make a read and how plays are designed uh, in the NFL. And, you know, everything from the five step drop, it should give you the time to be able to see what your receiver is going to do. And then if you got to pat the ball down, you got to check to your next check down. And then you can start to feel the pocket crumble around you. You check down to the next guy. That's a steady progression, but, it's not always, always how it works in the NFL, right? Like you have receiver, or you have a CBs that are going to press the receiver. That's going to throw off your timing. You have a blitz that you didn't see. You have a linebacker that broke right through the line. So, what he really drill, uh, drills home is on the play that Tua had a bad snap from his center. Low snap, fumbled it. What you would normally do in that, you scrap everything about that play and you hit your check down halfback, fullback. Tight end, the closest guy that you can get the ball to while you're reading, you're reacting. You don't have time to read the play to get into your drops. Tua, on the other hand, showing his instincts and aptitude to try and make a big play, which is why I don't view him necessarily as a game manager. uh, Because I know he's not right now making the winning play, but he's certainly not making those plays that's going to keep both teams in the game. Instead of looking back up and throwing to the first check down, that guy picked the ball up and threw a fade route to his wide receiver that guy went up caught it 20 yard gain right off rib like that throw takes balls to be able to pick a ball up that was just fumbled on the ground and throw it deep Uh, the next play was a great progression where they did a play action fake the fullback ran right to the flat Tua rolled out with him and you could see that immediately as a rookie that's the play he wanted to make cocked his arm back getting ready to throw it pulled his arm back though because then he saw his other receiver on the crossing pattern seven yards up from him threw a little hitch in the arm. He wanted to throw that one still running towards the sideline, still hasn't thrown it yet. Instead, he found that second wide receiver, 15 yards down the field Threw that right on the money, just as the guy was falling out of bounds, seeing and reading and reacting, going through the progressions. That's the kind of steps that we need to see to a take on top of making a big play when he's got a whole lot of pressure in his face. Again, it's only his third game, but seeing that he's able to catch up to the speed of the NFL, read and react to what's going on around him is a great, great trend. And with them trying to finish out this season here, going up against a woeful Broncos team, I think we're going to see him get another win and also take more
2: steps forward. And one thing about Tua, I don't think they ever knocked him for his, you know, his accuracy. His accuracy is always there. They were just knocking him for his, his injury, you know, and right. the, the prone to injuries and Is he going to be able to take that NFL hit? And, you know, it looks like that recovery's, recovery's. you know, handling – he's handling it very well. And uh, he's coming back. He looks poised even when, you know, you botch a snap, fumble a snap, and he's looking downfield to make that play. And not the wrong play. Not the wrong play. You know, he's making the right play, the right pass, and uh, it's clicking down there in Miami, man. It looks good. It looks real good down there.
1: Yeah, again, not to say that he's going to be bad. It's just he's – Takes time. We need more time. Don't put the crown on the man already. Uh, three games. King Tua. Like, there were 500 when he came in. They won three games. Who have they played? Playoff they did... teams?
0: Are all of them playoff teams? I don't have the list. Rams, of Cardinals. I mean, that's his first Yeah, two. that's
1: that's true. Yeah, they did have played some. But, but in those games, you look at his stats. That's my biggest thing.
2: Not I, saying just he's think, I don't know if it's more surprising about Tua because – we knew he was going to be a top. He was supposed quarterback, to be, Absolutely. but that defense, man. I mean, that's I, the shock. I, I like, I like the corners. Uh, you got Howard over there, Xavier Howard over there, and you got um the other corner. I can't think of his name, and I know both of them come to ball, and it's proven that, and they're they're able to rush the passer and their special teams. I mean, yeah. being a Bears, being a Bears fan, you see the punt, uh, the kickoff return, it puts you right back in the game if you don't have an offense. Not saying the Dolphins don't have an offense but it helps you know it definitely helps to put seven on the board you know so the, the beautiful part for them the, the future is bright because they have the Houston Texans first round pick
1: oh that's, and that's right. gonna be an early pick yeah so yeah. you're gonna have a playoff team that's gonna have that early pick as well like a well, possible all top franchises
2: five. all franchises is you know it starts with a quarterback you need a quarterback and it looks like they found their quarterback yeah the, so. way, the way
1: they're doing things they did a smart way they started improving the line. They they got the quarterback. They got some good young wide receivers. They need a run back. That that's where they're kind of hurting over there. Gaskin doesn't look bad, but they need that name.
2: Could be interesting. Some moves going on over there. And speaking of Herbert, you know they're playing the Jets. Do the Jets get the first win on him? Oof.
1: I I still would say no. Where is that game? Is that in New Jersey? So I'm not gonna say New York because they don't play. Oh, uh, you know,
2: I'm not. I'm not too sure. I believe. I believe they're going out. west. I can't west. imagine
1: they have them going. I mean, they did do the Raiders that way last year, having yeah. back-to-back East Coast I games. I believe. But I
2: believe the Jets are going out west. If, if it's going anything. out west,
1: then I don't see the the Jets winning it. The Jets just look that bad, and they've already said Sam Darnold's not playing.
2: Have you guys seen the Jets this year? Oh, oh yeah, oh <laughs> <All> yeah. <right. laughs> just asking. <laughs> yeah. I was rooting for them against New England. I was hoping they got him. Flacco was having a good time out there. Yeah. He he looked like he had a little spring in the step. You know what I mean? So, they've
1: they've already announced that Sam Darnold won't play. I don't know if that's going to make a difference for him because it's not like he looked great when he was out there. But I still think that he has more potential to do something for that team than Flacco does. Definitely does. So, I still don't see them winning that one.
2: Okay. Okay. I pray they don't. (laughs) I pray they
1: don't, huh? Yeah. I got to. My buddy Tyrone is big jets guy and i love giving him crap the fact that they have no wins yet this season
2: yeah are they fighting for that like draft any, pick
1: anybody that, that follows on the facebook page shirts and skins podcast you'll see this guy every time i post the jets things he always gets on there come on josh what am I, what did my team do to you why are you always picking on my team
0: j-e-t-s Jets yet jets
1: j-e-t-s just in the season <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is so continue on with the week here just kind of going through some of these games we're looking at the uh what I found to be a surprising game. I don't know where you guys are at on this. We haven't spoken on this, but the Patriots-Ravens game.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for the Ravens to get upset, I mean, that's huge, man. No one's seen that coming. Uh, I don't know who, who would have, you know, bet yeah, on the Patriots. The have the been Patriots. down. Like, I think even Patriots fans did a bet on the Patriots, you know? The
0: Patriots just barely
2: got past the Jets
0: the yeah. week before. And now they come out and they take a win against a, a conference championship favorite in the Ravens, the last year's MVP. I mean, now – I think what has to be mentioned here is, is Belichick up to his Belichickian ways again? I mean, we got, we got Spygate, we got Headsetgate, headset gate, you know about that one. Oh yeah. Oh we yeah. A fleet gate. And now for there to be like a monsoon to come in on, you know, what just happens to be the last two minutes of the game, Just, you know, when they're up and the Ravens need to score. and So we got Weathergate. They're controlling the weather. Bro, Weathergate, man. (laughs) Like, I don't know what he did to adjust the the rain and the wind sliders. But, you know, we got Lamar Jackson who isn't known for his deep throw ability. And now you're going to put a whole typhoon in his face. In the last minute and a half of the game, I don't know, man. Someone's got to look at that.
2: Yeah, he definitely wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for it. And, you know, Bill Belichick's laughing all the way to the bank. And he'll take that W. You know what I mean? That tells me that just God's a Patriots fan. <laughs> oh, I hope, I hope not. Or he hates the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. It's got to go one way or the other. But, but I mean,
0: that was that just happened to. It's like you know what that would happen. You know, in the Patriots' favor, right, right here, now, right now. now.
2: But is this now where the Patriots make are? They going to make little that run? turn? Make that's that was. Run? That's where I'm wondering. You know, like,
1: are they going to make that run
2: and get in like that that eighth seed? I don't think it's in Bill Belichick to lose or want to lose. Right. You know what I mean, it's not in him, and he's going to do everything. The right way, I guess, in quotation, you know, (laughs) depending on how you want to look at it. You ain't
1: cheating. You ain't trying Devin. Yeah.
2: And, uh, you know, it depends who you ask. And uh, I'm not a big fan of Bill Belichick uh, for obvious reasons. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's proven yet again that no matter who he puts on his field, that he can get W's and for them to beat the Ravens. Like I said, I I didn't see that coming. Not at all, you know what I mean. So I can't imagine
1: anybody that did like I said. Even Patriots fans going into this, I don't think they were like, "We're gonna win." It was, "I hope we win." Right. No one is like, money down. Patriots are winning.
2: Now, one thing about that game was the best, uh, best quarterback, Myers. You know what I mean? The wideout for <laughs> right? New England it was. Did he make the best <laughs> pass in that game or what? You know. So that was just one of those games. It was, it was the weather, the the bad quarterback play, the running the ball, the. Just, I mean, it, it was gross to watch, but it, that's good football, man. It's good football. I, I love it. That was good football. Good in
0: the rain, cold, windy, running. Uh, it was it was a really exciting uh, game to watch, especially with it, uh, the way that it ended. Um, but the Patriots with the win against the Jets, with the win against the Ravens, and now they have the, the woeful Texans coming up. I mean, they're putting themselves right back in the thick of the conversation yeah. of getting that wild card spot.
1: And again, with the... The added game, that added wild card, just increases the chances of them getting in.
0: Right, and like you said, Belichick, it, it's
2: not in him. Yeah, to wild be, card it's game. It's not in him to lose. Yeah, wild card game, um, man. I'm. i now. I see where you're going with this. though Did we just put this wild card in there just for the Patriots <laughs> to get in there? Belichick again. You know what I mean. Back at it. Um, what's been
0: really exciting uh, and refreshing to watch uh, about this Patriots team is, um, Belichick hasn't been an underdog like this since he was like what a. Cleveland Brown coach. Right. Or maybe his first season.
2: Maybe, yeah, when he majors. first came in yeah, and everyone he,
1: wasn't Twenty years ago. He wasn't Bill yet.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it almost every game that he goes into, he's an underdog. Uh, and he doesn't have a quarterback that he can rely on. Uh, Cam threw it 17 times this game. He ran it eleven. They got, I mean, almost every week you're good for at least one or two wide receiver or running back passes. Yeah. Um offensively, they're really throwing the whole kitchen sink about uh, as far as trying to get whatever they can out of the players that they have. Defensively, again, Coach Belichick there, tip my hat off to him. The Patriots lost like what, like 10 players on defense uh, before the season started. Seven starters. Seven starters. And he has
2: them ninth in defense as far as allowed. Yeah, points he got allowed. the leading interception yeah. over there in Jackson, a rookie, I believe.
1: <laughs> and not even Stefan Gilmore. Like, yeah. So when Gilmore comes back.
2: Yeah, and he's coming back. Man. Yeah. They're waiting for their defensive lineman guy to come back. He's been hurt too. It's you know it's it's favoring the Patriots and you know the Bills. They're they're in these games and they're losing them. They got a tough little road ahead of them, and uh, you know you can't sleep on the Dolphins. And who knows where that division's going, man?
0: One thing I really want to add. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Stefan Gilmore um, because he was with he was a Bill with Rex Ryan, yeah. you know, who's known as a defensive uh, guru, um, but. Gilmore wasn't quite Gilmore that we expected him to be until he came under the Belichick tree. Um, the year that they won the Super Bowl, the Patriots, uh, where he got an interception off Jared Goff, uh, that year, an incredible stab that just proves how great of a cornerback he is. As far as a quarterback rating goes, if you walk up to the line of scrimmage and you s- hiked it and then spiked the ball right into the dirt, you would have a quarterback rating of 39.6. If that's the only thing you did, you didn't bother trying to make a completion whatsoever. You just threw it out of bounds or threw it right in the dirt. Quarterbacks throughout the entire season, that season, if instead of spiking it into the ground or throwing it to somebody else, if they threw it in the direction of Stefan Gilmore, not a 39.6 rating, but a 36.0 rating, you actually have a better chance of not getting intercepted if you ju- or making a completion if you just throw it into the ground instead of throwing it to Gilmore. And Gilmore credits Bill Belichick for that particular season because he said when he came to the league, he played everyone just straight up. Whoever the receiver was, man to man, I got you. I'm going to press you. You're not going to get away from me. Belichick told him, basically cut that crap out. Trust your instincts. Trust your pursuit. Trust your speed. Make the quarterback throw your way trust that you can cut it off because then you can catch it and take it back to the house. Yeah. you likely more to be
1: able to jump passes and intercept those
0: passes. If you exactly. play with them a little bit, give them that little bit of that yeah.
1: line before you just take it.
0: Right. You almost bait the quarterback into right. throwing it directly give him that to hope, you, that false hope. Right. And that was a Belichick quip to Gilmore. I mean, you know, he's, he's been on the other side of that too, right? Like you're almost too smart for your own good where, yeah. you know, in the Eagles super bowl, where you pull your player that made the game winning. Well, the game saving Super Bowl interception. Yeah, you pull him out of the lineup, and then your defense gives up like 500 plus yards to Nick Foles, and they run all over you. So you, he can get it his own way. But I really, I'm excited to see what Belichick is going to do over the next few seasons, given how much he actually has a climb uphill now.
1: Yeah, so he's definitely starting restarting, and this is going to determine whether or not he truly is that genius, the the the, the best coach in the NFL history. We'll now see, because, again, there was all that talk. Season started. Is it Brady? Is it Bill? I think it was both. I don't know it,
0: it was historically both.
2: Like, you, you can't, can't, you can't go either deny way. either side. It was a perfect marriage. Perfect you know yes. marriage. That's what it was. And just to hit on that, when you have a cornerback that takes away a side, we hit on it with even the Bears. And, you know, you can go back to, like, you know, the, the Baileys, even Patriots, the law. You know, like, you take away one side of the field. I mean, your chances of winning the game – yeah, you no know, increase. When you, when you, dramatically increase. You know what I mean? So it, it's just that's that's good football. And no matter how you look at it, when you have a game changer like that, I mean, look at Ramsey. Look what he did to Metcalf. You Ooh, know yeah. what I mean? He shut him down. So when you do stuff like that, it changes the game. When you take away one of your weapons, that changes the game in your favor, and that weapon is no longer there. That's not how you win games. So, uh, it's it's definitely the right way of doing things on the defensive side of the ball for sure
1: with that defeat
2: over those ravens
1: tends to help out your uh, beloved steelers here.
2: Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, still undefeated, right? I mean, we're just Are they first time 9 and 0. First time first in steelers time. history. First time. And uh you know, we got the jaguars coming up. 10 and 0. So the first
0: time they're going to be 10 and 0,
1: obviously. Can we say that? We're
2: hoping. We're hoping uh I remember a coach coming out there saying, you know, there's no trap games in the NFL. They're all professionals. But is this a trap game? It could be. Definitely could be.
1: Do you all have the Ravens after this one?
2: Yeah, uh, On the, the Ravens. I, yeah, Thanksgiving night, Sunday night, the real primetime games. You know, not all this crap we've been watching lately. So but, uh, yeah, it's, so uh, that could
1: be a trap game. I could see how that would be a trap game because we got the one-win Jaguars ahead of us. And
2: not only that, I mean, just in the Steelers' history, we don't do well against the Jaguars. So I'm not too sure what's the heads up, but I'm, I know – I mean, we lost to Bortles like three times. Even before that, we lost to uh, Gallard. We lost to uh, Leftwich. We just don't have a good track record against the Jaguars. So, you got a rookie out there. You can't sleep on them. I mean, look, they got a kickoff return. Special teams touchdown, too, to keep them in the game against Green Bay.
1: Not to compare the Steelers to, like, a Packers, but the Packers struggled against them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Jaguars yeah. did so, give them a game. Um, like,
2: I will say what I have uh, in favor for the Steelers – over the Packers. You know, the Packers just have Adams over there. And, yeah, you know, right. you have Rodgers. Man, our wideouts
1: are looking good. The Steelers are, are a better team. I'm yeah. saying, like, the Packers have been on fire minus a couple little games.
2: Green Bay. Like, their, their defense, they're getting pressures. Yeah. But I'm saying, for the, the Jags to play yeah. the Packers that well. Yeah, it like, was definitely surprising. Definitely surprising. It, it, it was it's actually make surprising this whole weekend of football. I mean, there was some really good close games. Really good You games, know, really. and uh, – that's what I like to see. I like to see. Yeah, that's getting, what it's all about.
1: I want to yeah. see good games. I want to see those close games. I don't like games. them
2: blowouts. I want to see every game be close and uh see good football, tight football. Not people scoring four or five touchdowns, getting forty to ten games. I want to see them close, last last minute, two minute drill games. That's what I want to see.
1: Uh, a good, I think, closer game than what even not that it was a blowout game, but 16 with this Rams Seahawks game, like. That was a, a close game. Especially in division game, I think I expected more offense out of it than what I it was. I definitely expected more offense. But the, the Rams win it. That's huge for the Rams. The Seahawks are on a little bit of a slide. Russ again, just giving away the MVP that oh, he had locked man, up Russ. three weeks ago. Another two interceptions, a fumble lost. Like I, I don't know if he's still just forcing to try to do too much, but
0: man. Third straight game of at least two turnovers if not four third straight game all three losses
2: i mean how big is the fall off from carson and hyde and then you hit dj dallas and you hit homer and you hit you know right. collins but like is that such that big of a drop off carson and hyde to those running it's, backs it's I mean, the
1: old saying of next man up you can't use that as an
2: excuse so and uh just to kind of sway the other side of you know rushing the ball i mean look at the Bucks rushing the ball, and look where that got him. I mean, whether or not they break a 90-yard run and you know, right. score a touchdown, they would have had 100 yards rushing anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to run the ball, especially we were talking, we hit on the cold weather coming up. Russ can't do everything. And uh, just a fun fact, i seen. Uh, I think the top 10 rusher, Kyler Murray is in the top 10 of the NFL in rushing yards right now. So, I mean, maybe he has to do a little more running himself. Use his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he's got the wheels. So, that's something he needs to look into doing.
0: Um, I'm this week, well, the last three weeks. I mean, and, and uh, for y'all that tuned into our midseason awards, uh, Russell Wilson at the time was my midseason MVP. Uh, just given that I think what he was trying to do with that team, despite the lack of talent around him, I think that he deserved it. But I was very wary about going into this Rams game if his turnover habits uh continue to catch up with him and they really did and josh you know you said he might have just thrown away the mvp and that really got me thinking that is russell wilson's mvp season in his career closing faster than than we'd like really expect i don't think so because i could see next season he can come out and do this again like you think so because Kyler Murray's making a hell of a case this year, Mahomes has got it dead locked for at least three or four. But look, look whether leading, he wins it all look three or four. Look, leading or not. in
2: passing yards, did anyone have Josh Allen leading in passing yards? Right. I mean, that's crazy.
0: That's like
1: the there's a lot of young quarterbacks Aaron Rodgers
0: that are... takes that. He takes his stature as a quarterback in this league extremely seriously. He's gonna be vying for it, well, and that's before. And, and we get Josh to...
2: Allen had a passing in his family. I think it was his mother. His grandma, grandmother passed away. You know like... what I mean. And and shout out to the Bills Mafia out there raising five hundred thousand dollars to the cancer center treatment. Shout out to some them. You know of those I mean? best fans. Yeah, it's that's impressive. Best tailgates for sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. I I don't knock on the Bills. You know, shout out to them. Uh, it, that's impressive, and uh, it hits home for a lot of people. You know what I mean. So, uh, shout out to them and him playing through that because yeah. I we've all been there had has some stuff in the family go on, and uh, it, that's impressive to see. Very, very hey, I mean,
1: to my defense, my grandfather passed away two days ago, and I'm doing this pod, guys.
0: Oh, hey, man. Hey, shout to you, Joshy. Hey, impressive, <laughs> impressive. Absolutely, But Thanks for being here with us. You got it, guys. Uh, uh, but, I mean, I think that's all before we even talk about – I mean, you, you look at um, all the hype that Kyler Murray is getting right now. Again, the award should probably – almost hands down, go to Patrick Mahomes. But Kyler Murray's making a Trash. case as the media darling right now. And that's before, you know, in the next two to three seasons, what does Burroughs do? What does Herbert yeah, do? Yeah, there, there's a lot of young players. What does play. Tua do? Again, even Josh Allen. You've got to
1: put him in Josh there. Josh
0: Allen. Where's there room for Wilson But if Wilson can get the next seven years? A
1: defense. I don't think he'll have to do as much as he's doing right now because DK Metcalf looks legit. They still got Tyler Lockett, who's over there. Like, let him get a halfway decent tight end. Instead of these washed up tight ends they're trying to bring in. I think they'll be okay. If they can stay healthy at running back, like I think he's trying to do too much because his defense is so bad this year that he's trying to force too much and trying to do too much.
2: But is it, is it easier to say that, you know, Kyler Murray looked good this week because Mahomes wasn't playing, you know what I mean? He, he was on a bye <laughs> week, you know, who knows what he would have did. You know, you had the impressive Hopkins catch Mahomes wasn't on the field. You know what I mean? So it's hard to look impressive when you're not on the field. Um, like I like we I've said before, you got to take it away from the champ, and you have one interception and Mahomes right now is he's still killing it, and this is his chance this week to get that W back, you know. So he got that L from the Raiders, and he this is his week. So we'll, we'll see I'm that redemption glad game. He went into <laughs> this
1: because he is gonna take another L this week.
2: You think so? I believe I heard someone say that you know their defensive has some COVID problems right now. That's, That's, all of them.
1: That's just the NFL trying to screw the Raiders again because they did the same thing when we went against the Bucks. A huge game. What happens? They've sent some spy in to infect the whole offensive line. The whole offensive line's out for the entire week except till all of a sudden Sunday they're good to go. Zero practice for the whole week. Oh, now we can play the game. Anybody else gets COVID, we're shutting down. And, oh, we're going to move this game to here and this game to here. But the Raiders, they're saying, F you guys, you're playing anyways. We don't need a defense against them chumps. Our offense is gonna light it up. The real MVP Derek Carr is gonna do his thing.
2: It's hard to say Derek Carr, MVP, in the same sentence. And I think it would be good for the football for the Raiders to get another W against the Chiefs. I I would I would love to see it. You know, puts my Steelers two games ahead, you know, that's for sure. So uh I do think the Raiders are built to play the Chiefs well, you know, and they proved it. So I think that's a game to watch, and is Mahomes going to come out there and light it up, or is it going to be another close game?
0: Look, I think John Gruden, I mean, he already owes the league $100,000 and a six-round draft pick. Are you sure that he didn't give his entire team COVID? Because it's looking a lot like he did. No,
1: he, he's wearing the masks now. Oh, is he now?
0: We're doing everything right. It's oh, okay. just after trying training. Fact. Now,
1: if I'm honest here, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to come out and have a freaking ridiculous game. He's going to throw over 350. He's going to have three touchdowns. I don't think it's gonna be a complete blowout because I do think our offense is good enough to keep up. Like Carr is having a good year. Jacobs is running the ball. Jacobs. They're 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 old school ball right now. Like this past game, Carr only had like hundred and forty yards, but he had three wide open touchdowns that his his guys
2: dropped on him. Like they had some ball but you had two guys be good to be on the Raiders right now, Mac. To put pressure on Mahomes, well, that would probably do a good very pass rusher is hard to find. They to are, find. They, but let me tell you, you know Ferrell, the Chiefs found five hundred million dollars to pay a quarterback. So I mean,
1: Farrell is one of the top rated defensive ends. He may not show it in his numbers as far as sacks, but he gets some of the highest quarterback pressures, and he's always back there on the run. So and you got the the great Max Crosby, who has more sacks. I'm pretty sure. Then whoever that you were talking about, that other guy, fifty-two or something like that. Um, so we're not bad in that sense.
2: Yeah. Well, and and speak of Mac over in the Bears is he's surrounded by a great defense over there? It helps so, when you got. A, mean, it helps when you got yeah. a nice linebacking court. Yeah. You, know, you got Hicks. You got Raquan. So great, yeah, great. Great corners. corners. Yeah. So, like yes, that, yeah, that tends to help. The Raiders yeah, have
1: every guy in their key position is a rookie or our first, I mean, our second year. So,
0: Well, they're looking good if they can stop giving the league their draft picks back that they got from that match. But that's player. what
1: happens when you're so good you don't need them.
0: That's true. Uh, to, Real quick to touch on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up, and I'm glad you brought up the, the yards that you're expecting him to have. He's going he's to
1: have a monster game. The
0: touchdown, the interception ratio. I mean, that man, he's really made the quarterback position just look in, incredibly easy. It You almost forget that he's out there playing. And then you're like, oh yeah, wait a minute, hold on, Patrick Mahomes is still the best
2: quarterback in the game. I'm over here talking about Kyler Murray there for but like an hour. But can you trust Patrick Mahomes? Because that man puts ketchup on his steak, and that's the real <laughs> storyline right now. You know, that's the and real story. That's line. why maybe he's... that's why he threw fifty touchdowns. And that's why he, he lost got... to the Raiders. You know what I mean? That's why he's a piece of crap. <laughs> what kind <laughs> no, of man? Hey, I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan. What kind of man puts ketchup on yeah, a steak? It's... Like that's a that's, that's the one thing I'll knock Patrick Mahomes until he goes down. But hey. He he's a killer out there on the field, man. Let me and just point out, I know we said this
1: already. One interception to that terrible Raiders defense. Let me point that oh, out. Oh, so
0: you're telling us he's going to have two interceptions? He'll finish by the end of this week. Of course. Oh, all right. Fantastic. Did you see that league last that game last week? That
1: we had five turnovers unheard of for the Raider Nation. I thought they were on
2: bye week, but <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other other good games on. But no, that yeah, Chiefs, the Raiders, Raiders the Raiders, I'm the Raiders look like they good. turned around, and it looks like John Gruden's got something going on over there, and it, it looks good out there.
1: I'm hoping it'll be a good game. I, if I'm being completely honest, I got Chiefs taking it.
0: Oh, sure, and, and and again, you know, we talked uh, uh, last week's podcast how hard it is to beat a team not only twice but the same team three times. So, if anything, the win that you want is going to be in the playoffs, and not necessarily this win. This win coming up,
1: that that'd be ideal. I'd, I'd like to see that matchup, but. Again, I don't want
0: to see them in the playoffs. Nobody does. I'm either. hoping
1: somebody takes them out before we got to see
0: them. I feel like that the Chiefs have really been the least talked about team this season because the expectations. I think just, yeah, the like, expectations. It's like huh, the Chiefs being the Chiefs. You know, Andy Reid being Andy Reid with right. the special offense. And That's why I feel like Mahomes gets overlooked as far as uh, what should obviously be the MVP award for him. Because I mean, the expectations are what they are, and he they haven't dropped off a bit.
1: And again to talk more I mean, it's it's just jokingly whenever I say this that the NFL hates the Raiders. But again, we play the Chiefs when they're coming off a bye. Andy Reid is ridiculous. Like oh, I hit, I don't think he's lost in like ten seasons coming off a bye. It was some stupid number that this man's coming off right. by one,
2: one loss in like all of his seasons right. of coaching like, off a bye. Yeah, right. it's, it's a crazy stat.
1: Like last year we played the Chiefs coming off of a bye. Like really y'all couldn't do us a favor. Again, they, they opened up the season with the, the Saints in, like, or we opened up the stadium against the Saints. Right. And in I'm the like, Death Star. But, but the, 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 but the game before the that, Saints. we're playing the Panthers. And like, y'all couldn't bring the Panthers to Vegas first and let us open up with the Panthers? You let us open up with the the uh, Saints? Thankfully, we won the game. Hey, the
0: Raiders got up for that game, We
1: though. won that game. But, like, can you do us a favor?
2: Yeah, no doubt. There's two other teams in that division. You know what I mean? Like, come
1: on, can we get a division game? Can we right. get a Broncos game in that stadium to yeah. open it
2: up with? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You bring Speaking the Saints the Broncos, in? I think. Lock, uh, lock, lock got injured too. You know what I mean? There yeah, a couple. locks out. Uh, Foles got hurt. Breeze got hurt. There's a lot of some quarterbacks went down this weekend. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Yeah, two yeah. hands. Yeah, so, yeah. He went out too. Uh, there. was there was some injuries to the quarterback position this week, and uh, I believe I was watching the game, and they were like. Do you want them penalties to protect the quarterback, or do you want to see these quarterbacks get dropped like this? And uh, I don't know. We're gonna see how how these quarterbacks bounce back, or these second string quarterbacks come into play.
1: I hope they don't change even more of this protection for quarterbacks. Like, they've already made it to where you can barely touch them. Like, Iron Chance, you pay a lot of money for a quarterback. You know, you five hundred thousand dollars to Patrick Mahomes. You don't want him to get hurt, but at the same 500 time, million. That's what I mean. I apologize. Five million, five hundred million.
2: It's a hard number to swallow because, you know, no one gets paid that kind of money. Right. Half a billion is yeah, easier for me to say, you know, half a billion, basically a baseball team and a Texas Longhorn and <laughs> basically whatever else he wants. So, I mean, yeah, really, that's like what? 20 Tampa Bay Rays teams. Exactly. <laughs> Minimal. You know what I mean? Right. Do, do you want the Mariners too?
0: <laughs> so.
1: Like, I understand you're, you're paying these guys a lot of money, but you don't. At the same time, you cannot go that extreme to where you can't touch a quarterback
2: either. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But the injuries, I do believe, are piling up this year. Um, I think that just proves we need preseason. You need these people practicing.
0: At least two games.
2: Minimal. I minimal mean minimal two preseason.
0: I mean, nobody likes to see the four, but they're you all cut athletes it somewhere.
2: They're all athletes out here. But you need to get them on the field. You already keep them the hitting down to a minimal two. You gotta put these players on the field, man. It's it's still it's gotta it's it's not a natural thing to get wrecked into by another grown man you know what i mean so you you got to come out here and and get these guys fit and ready for this game and uh we're gonna see uh, i hope all these quarterbacks you know get healthy and uh we have a good another good nfl week for sure you know
1: and another quarterback matchup here that's gonna be huge we got this card seahawks game for first place in the division these young quarterbacks the new the Russell Wilson 2.0 and, and Kyler Murray here, you know, the the guy that's – he's too small and he can't do what kind of the questions were there.
2: Right, the mobile Drew Brees out here, them short quarterbacks you know. going on on the field, balling out. And uh, it was a good game before. And uh, I, I don't see, you know, that Rams have that, that, that defense that comes into play. And I think we're going to see another high-scoring affair between these two. This are is the a prime primetime matchup, man. Do you worry that the matchup? cards
1: are going to be – riding that high from the last game (sighs) coming off of that incredible catch that adrenaline from that can you stay on that high whenever you're coming
2: into this and and that's gonna be one of those things is that gonna mentally drain them right like you you won that game and you're so like it's a quick turnaround you know to play them thursday nights and uh it's just one of those things where does russell wilson turn this around and come back and do they make their run or are the cards for real? And they're going to come and take this division because you know, the 49ers were all their injuries. They're not there. So uh, we will see. And I I believe this is going to be game of the week for sure. Honestly, I think the cards, I think
0: they're just riding the high. I think they really are feeling themselves right now coming off of a really big win against, you know, a division leading opponent in the, uh, in the bills. And I really think that the Seattle Seahawks are just going to run into another buzzsaw again. um, as far as the defense goes because I mean we know both of these quarterbacks can make big plays they got strong arms they can make plays on their feet as you alluded to Wilson probably needs to make a few more of those plays on his feet just like Kyler Murray is going to be doing on the other side the Arizona Cardinals defense give up the eighth least amount of points in the NFL this year and the Seattle Seahawks give up the sixth most I I don't like that as far as The hopes for the Seahawks, again, coming off that big win that the Cardinals just had and a really important loss that the Seahawks just took. I think the Cardinals are just going to ride the wave.
1: If Russ wants the MVP, this this is where he has to start it. He has to turn it around. He cannot have a single turnover in this game if they're going to win. They're starting to get a little healthier at running back. They said that Hyde's supposed to be coming back. Chance of Carson coming back. This is the game that they gotta step up. Like he's he's gotta put the team on his back and say, let's go. And I feel like that's what he's been trying to do, and it's just not working. But
2: you know, one good thing that I've seen thus far, and this just hits home for these home games for these teams, you know, Seattle's known for that twelfth man, and they're known to win at home. And it's you know, not having year. these yeah, not, not having, having these fans. fans and uh, uh it's it's hard. And me personally, being a betting man. I'm leaning towards the cards, man, and I don't think they fall off this high because at this point, Kirk is balling. You got old, old faithful and Fitzgerald, and just throw it to Hopkins. What's the worst that could happen? You know what I mean? So yeah, at the end of the day,
1: off this this stat is off the head, off the dome here. Uh, one drop for Larry Fitzgerald this year. I know he's not getting a lot of also targets, the same guy that he's always been. But that's just so ridiculous that they also, said he had too high for him. I he think. had more tackles. Then he has dropped passes. Right. Yeah.
0: Throughout his career. Absolutely nuts. Absolutely.
2: And, and another fun fact is Hopkins isn't the first Cardinal to do this. Larry Fitzgerald has a lob up there from Port, Kurt Warner. So yeah. I mean that there there's some hype over there. And you know, is Hop Fitzgerald reincarnated? I don't know. You know what I mean? Because that man is balling and to have both of them over there, those are some good wideouts to see, man. And uh the cars cars are fun to watch, man. The cards are fun to watch for sure.
1: One quick thing, I
0: got to give a shout out to Joe Stumper, apologize to him. I got to apologize to uh to Mr. Joe as well
1: cuz he said Cards making the playoffs like early in the season, 2 weeks in, and I said there's no way they're making the playoffs in that division. I was like 49ers, Seahawks, like with the Rams like no way they're they're probably going to be 3rd or 4th in the division. Shout out to Joe,
0: he's a faith, I mean he's a Cards fan obviously you're going to say that, but it's proved me wrong. I like a fool. He was right on the money. I had them middle of the road. Uh, you know, I think they'd have some big wins, but I think, you know, uh just youth and uh, you know, they could definitely use a, a few more pieces around that team. Um hell, maybe not, man. Maybe they're just taking that giant leap this year and they're just gonna build on it for uh, for the next few years. Shout out to Cardinals fans.
1: It's another team that young, talented, get a running back over there. I mean, Kenyon Drake showed that he's not really the man so far.
2: Hey, Arizona's trying to do something. I, I believe they just got uh, Chris Paul in basketball, too. So, Hey, man. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Arizona. Yeah, Arizona's trying to do some trying stuff Trying to make out some there. moves out there. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it ain't going to be that lonely they're, they're, in the desert. People are going to want to go out there and watch some sports Future's now. bright. Future's for bright sure. out
1: that way. That's going to be an interesting one. Like, I'm looking forward to that game for sure. That will be the – finally, like, we haven't had very many good Thursday night games.
2: That's without a doubt, man. So, we are just talking about the primetime games that we've been getting, you know. Even with the Bucks and Saints and the the Ravens, New England, which was a good game. It turned out but, to be a good game, but on paper
1: I mean? before that game, yeah. You didn't it's, think that was gonna be a good one. So that's
2: New England, you know, like there's been some ah, uh, how did this what okay, this is a good game, but then it turns out not they, to be a good game. They throw out the division games. It's These, like okay. Arizona. This division is always fun to watch because they match up so well and play yeah. each other so well. Um, even you gotta look at Seattle they're always in a high scoring game and the Rams only put up 23. I mean, that's always exciting. It's, it's like what? Oh, so now you have a defense or is the Rams offense? Not that great. But no, I mean, cup and, you know, they, they ball out there. Yeah. You know, they ball, they put, they put some points on the board and uh, that defense it's just, they're the defense right now. The 49ers, they had a defense, but there's so many injuries in the 49ers. They kind of might lose their touch. And they're talking about changing quarterbacks and, Right now, it's Murray and Wilson, so that's their division right now.
1: Yeah, uh, that'll be an interesting division going forward. So, looking forward to Sunday's games. Uh, a couple games we're interested in here. One with uh, the Packers and Colts. This is going to be a test for that Colts defense.
2: For sure, for uh, sure. Packers coming in, they're getting out. Hey, we can activated. We, we, can't, we can't question that Colts defense anymore. No. they're They're for real. They're like, for real. They're out there and they're balling. They're I think they're third in every, everything possible, and in first in total defense or something like that. They're they're out there and uh, and no mostly. one expected it.
0: Nobody. They Nobody. allow the fourth most points in the league, and they allow the fewest total yards in the league. That defense.
1: It's it's a they're thick. I mean, those numbers may be skewed a touch simply because they're division oh sure the Jags the Texans you know the, those are kind of down teams but still the defense looks good even when they're playing legit teams they still look good that's why I think this game's going to be very interesting one because of the Packers oh, offense I Packers mean,
0: get a test of that defense I'm excited for that
2: they they stopped Henry you know Henry got 100 yards rushing but it, they worked hard for that 100 yards and they made Tannehill they made, they made Tannehill work and that Colts team if Philip Rivers Gets on that little run. If he I can mean, start to get hot like he does. They could does. do something, man. They could do something, and uh, I'm interested to see what that defense does against Aaron Rodgers and Adams. It's it's going to be – that's a fun game to watch. Um, yeah, let's see what they do, man.
1: Vidal Cantlings had a couple good, I think, last two – two times out of the last three weeks he's had 100 yards and touchdown. Um, they're activating Lazard. Aaron Jones is, is getting back into form. That offense is going to be good. Their defense still, the pack defense isn't great, but their offense does enough, and that's going to be a huge test for them. Colts, I'm, yeah. I'm very I, interesting.
0: I really don't see the the Colts being able to hang around on the offensive end.
1: That's going to be the thing. It's if if they could run the ball better than what they have been, they're starting to get a little bit better with it. Control Might be the a clock, kicking game, right. Yeah. It, they, need, they got to play the old-school kind of ball with the Packers because they got to keep it
0: out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. Yep, Phillip Rivers is going to have to have a bigger game than what I think he's capable of because he hasn't shown it all season long. He's shown that he can win games or that he can keep the team from losing games or they win it for Rivers, but it's never a Phillip Rivers-dominant game.
1: They need T.Y. to show it up. He I hasn't shown up yet. Like Michael Pittman, who I, knew, I had a feeling was going to be a good receiver, like a very good draft pick for them, a late draft pick, or a late first round, second round, something like that. But... He shot, finally showed up. He was hurt for a little bit. Had a very good game. Now, if they yeah, can get big T.Y. Body. Big body, for sure. Yeah, yeah if they get can get T.Y. to sir. show up, along with Pittman doing this thing, and they got, like, three run, three tight ends over there. The offense has the pieces. They just need to kind of put it together. Phillip needs to do his part and show up for him the way he, he seems to, again, have those hot streaks. So, we're getting close for playoffs. This could be the time where he starts getting hot, and if that does, that's a dangerous team. With that defense, that's going to be pretty interesting to watch here. I'm excited about that one. Another one that's kind of close to home for you there, Mr. Parsons, with the uh, this Ravens-Titans game.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're both coming off of losses. Um, I mean, who really needs it more? You know, right now, yeah. Titan, Titans are chasing the Colts. You know, now they got that head win up against them. Ravens you're falling away behind the Steelers yeah. now and now you're going to play them again are you in Lamar Jackson's head um the yeah. Titans Titans I mean they got a little play action going on there Lamar Jackson got the little play action it's up to that Ravens defense to come up and show up and do what the Ravens defense is known to do and shut down the Titans and win this game for them because on offense if Lamar Jackson can't run the ball it's it's looking like he's not able to throw the ball right now and you know you hit on it like you question is actually you question him as a quarterback i wasn't there and right now it's looking like he's rattled so they both need to bounce back and i don't know who needs that win more right now because they both need a w they need to get back on track they do uh the ravens i mean the titans have been on a slide for a
0: few weeks now uh the ravens uh, yeah yeah either it's a hiccup it's an aberration uh or lamar jackson is rattled um I think what gets lost in translation, uh, especially with the defense that the Ravens has, but we're hearing week after week after week, uh, how unconfident people are in Lamar Jackson. Um, as far as these offensive team, uh, as far as these offenses line up, I got to keep in mind that the Ravens have only scored under 20 points a game just this last week. That was the first time in their last 32 games. So Even though Lamar Jackson, we have a lot of questions about his deep throw accuracy. We have a lot of questions on, is he seeing ghosts out there? Uh, If he's afraid to throw it, uh, they're still putting up 20 or more points week after week after week after week. Um, And again, I think they're hitting the Titans at a great spot. I think the Ravens need a win. I think they get it. And I think the Titans, even though they need a win, they've been needing a win for a while now, and they just can't seal the deal. Maybe it's after coming off this Monday night
1: game and watching the Ravens. Bad weather, I understand all that. They did not impress me. Defensively, they didn't look great against the, uh,
0: anything impressive.
1: A, a fairly bad Patriots team. Like Again, I know it's Bill, and he does amazing things, but those, that Patriots offense doesn't scare anybody right now either. So I, I'm Titans, man, they're just going to feed Henry. I think Henry's going to go off. He's going to have himself a game. And Ravens are, are thinking about that playoff game. They want that revenge. I just don't know if they're going to get it. I'm yeah. leaning Titans on that one.
2: Ah, it's tough. I'm gonna go with the Ravens getting it because like I said, I think Titans just have fallen off. But the Titans do. I don't sleep on Brown. I don't sleep on Tannehill, because if Tannehill and Brown get going, you know, where's uh where's the tight end at? Where's where's Davis at? You know, you got Henry. It's about to be his time. It's getting colder. It's about his time to get them two hundred yards. Yeah. He's due for one. Um but think Ravens just have the edge in the defense and uh we'll see we'll see that's definitely a good game another good game to watch too but like you hinted on I mean if they put up 20 they put 30 20 I don't think the Titans <laughs> can match it yeah they they might just get it just because they outscored them you know and that's the bottom line
0: the defense gets a gets a score here and there special teams I mean I just don't I mean I know they got Henry and that play action with Henry with a, a Tannehill throwing it I mean that is deadly uh, but I just don't think it's enough to beat the Ravens. And
1: another, like an exciting game, a very meaningful game because both these teams need it for the playoffs. It's all about the seeding. I feel confident they're both going to make playoffs with, with, with this extra seeding, but it's getting closer and closer to where you're on that edge. Like, you start to get to them four or five losses, you got to hope some of these other teams start to lose. These other you know, you again you got the the Raiders three losses, you got the Dolphins three losses. So you start to fall back behind some of these teams. You need those wins right now to ensure you're gonna be able to lock up that, that last seed there, you know. Right. Kind of yeah, I mean,
2: you're you're basically in the time where you're gonna have two teams arguably about to lock up their divisions in the Chiefs and the Steelers. Yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's like some of those teams you're gonna have to fight for a wild card. And, uh, you know, maybe having that extra wild card gives you that extra, that hope. But you got to look, play the matchups, too. Yeah. And who do you want to be matched up against and who do you really want to see first? And if the Steelers keep going on their path and you have to see the ch- Chiefs in the wild card game. Yeah. In Kansas City. I mean, thanks for showing up for the playoffs. You yeah. know what I mean? Come again. And they next they year. allow
1: fans over there. So you'll yeah. have that that home field. Like, it right. may not be a full crowd but you'll still have that home field there like you know that
2: noise to kind of inspire them. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a game changer and uh maybe you're not used to it, you know what I mean? Because it's it's been a while since you had some fans in the stadium. So yeah, that's that's one thing about the NFL, man. It has some of the greatest playoff games out there and just for one thing this year is the penalties are so down I can't wait until playoffs start and see what the penalties are looking like in playoffs because they really let them play. Right. So uh, that's just something to keep an eye on. Also, I believe I read a stat on Monday night. They're going to have an all-black ref oh, crew for the yes, first time the first in first history. Time, first time in history. So, I mean, shout-out to that. Shout I mean, out we're, we're making moves out here.
1: And that Monday night game is a game we want to talk about with the Rams and Bucks because, again, these are playoff implications right here. The Bucks need a win here. The Rams desperately need a win in that division. You got two teams in that division that are above them. So when the Bucks, you don't want to fall too far behind the Saints because this is your chance
2: to hopefully right. The Bucks are a huge Falcons fan right now. You yeah, know what I mean. The means? Bucks, the Bucks need this win
1: because the the Saints could potentially be starting to fall down to earth with no breeze. I think it's going to be an exciting game. Uh, it's always. I mean. Tom Brady's always exciting to watch. You always know he's, for the most part, going to do something. But this Rams defense is the kind of defense that can give Tom Brady problems because they can get pressure. Aaron Donald's going to be in his face the whole game, and Tom Brady does not like pressure up the middle. That man's a statue, so you know he ain't moving.
2: This is one thing that I think that they brought Antonio Brown in just for this game. You've seen what Ramsey did to Metcalf. Yeah. Ramsey's about to shut down Godwin or Evans. Yeah. So this is where Brown comes in, and he needs to do what he he has to do to help the Bucks win this game. And one thing I noticed, even though they won you know, by a landslide in the game and dominate, dominated every part of that game, is you're in the end zone, and you're throwing, and you have Tyler Johnson in the game. Why'd you go out and bring Brown in there? Right. If you're throwing the ball to Tyler Johnson in the end zone, it's like, don't you think Brown would have made that quicker cut and would have made a better effort into catching that touchdown pass? He's, he's eager to get that touchdown pass. So, I mean. He was eager to get a first down the other day. Right. So every I mean, time that he got a first down, right. he's like. So, I He's mean, John. Yes. I know they want to put these Millers and Tyler Johnson. Put Brown in the game. I mean, let's stop playing around like he don't know how to run some routes. This man is one of the best route runners in the game. I know you got to give Evans and, you know, Godwin and Gronk the ball and you want to run the ball. But in these, these positions where you're in, especially in the red zone, why is Brown not in the game? I mean, even if you're up, even by 20, it don't matter to me. This would even be more of a reason to put Brown in the game, get him that chance to go out there and, you know, perform. So that's just one thing I noticed. I think it's going to be a good game. You got uh, Barrett and JPP over there in the Bucks. You got Donald over there in the Rams. Uh, you got Ramsey at the corner. Uh, it might be a low-scoring affair, you know what I mean? And uh, it's, that's going to be a good Monday night game, I believe. I'm really excited uh, about this game, and I'm pumped that you brought up um,
0: what your expectations are, it, just as far as penalties uh, going into the playoffs. But this game, to me, feels like we're going to have a playoff-type atmosphere between yes. these defenses, uh, between all the names that go into this game, especially when you're looking at uh, what the that Bucks offense with Antonio Brown and with Godwin, with Evans, with Gronk is going to have to go up against. The Rams allow the second-fewest points in the league. As far as, uh, as far as yards go, they allow the second-fewest yards in the league. As far as passing yards go, they allow the third-fewest passing yards in the league. So it's going to be incredibly exciting to see if that potent offensive nuclear juggernaut that the Buccaneers have on that side of the ball, if they're able to get anyone the ball. And again, who you have Ramsey on, you're going to have to throw away from that guy. Uh, the chess match, that's going to be the Buccaneers offense versus the defense of the rams is i think you're right i think it's going to be a really low scoring game and i think it's going to be rough and
2: i think it's going to be a good preview of what to expect with the play i think a low
1: scoring now. game benefits the rams
0: i
2: certainly like, agree with you there the bucks are going think, to have to what do you think goff has for his defense to win the, get this w back from tom brady you know what i mean like you know that was such a low scoring game the rams were supposed to have this awesome Awesome offense, and he goes to the Super Bowl, and you put up, you know, three points. Three. You know, it's, you know the Rams want this back against Tom Brady. Yeah, this you one's know. getting personal. Yeah, so that's just one of those things. Um, the Bucks, the Bucks are kind of getting brought into some uh, little crossfire here, <laughs> yeah. so we'll see. Uh, I think it's going to be a great Monday night game for sure.
0: Though. I think it's a great game to see if the Buccaneers are really who they seem to be some weeks and really don't seem to be other weeks. Um, they had a bad loss earlier in the season team this year in a lawsuit. And then they really put it on the Panthers this other week. Um, they blew out the Packers. Then they got steamrolled by the saints now against a Rams team. That's going to be in the playoffs that are deep with experience veterans. And again, that defense is otherworldly this year. Um, this is going to be a test for the Buccaneers. I'm excited for it. Uh, I, I want to say, I want the Buccaneers to, to take that step but i'm not sure if they can just yet i'm gonna go rams
1: wrap this up thank you everybody 250 fans
0: hey 250 fans i want to shout out to each and every one of you thank you for supporting us um 250 fans that we uh that we matched up on the facebook group shirts and skins uh you can also catch us here on spotify you can catch us on anchor google play google podcast apple podcast
1: soon to iHeartRadio because we put a poll out there see a couple iHeartRadio fans so we're, we're, we're trying to get it out there. Um, we're going to do a giveaway here.
0: Giveaway for the 250 fans. little celebration for us. Josh, what do you have in store for them?
1: Um, what we're going to do is once this episode comes out, you do a screenshot showing you're listening to this podcast. Put it up on the page. Send a message to either put it on the page or send a message to Devin, Tori, myself, just showing that you're listening to it. We're going to put everybody into a, a, a random generator. Whoever wins that $25 gift card, going to come your way. Just something we're trying to do to kind of pump it up again. Listen, show it listening to the podcast so we can kind of get our numbers up a little bit. We're trying to get this going.
2: Yeah, share if you care, man. Share if you care. Put us out there. Uh, maybe your neighbor wants to hear it. Man, we're, we're, we're just doing this because we love it, man. We love the sports. And any given Sunday, man, any given Sunday.
0: The results of that, uh, that giveaway will be out. On the next podcast release. So make sure that you get those photos in that you're listening this week. And we will uh, release the winner on the following podcast release next week.
1: For sure. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go
2: Raiders. Go Bears. Undefeated. (laughs) Perfect.